You are tuned in to Strengthen the Soul podcast, a safe place for learning and growing. I am Katie, your host, trauma-informed holistic healer and founder and owner of the business Strengthen the Soul. I am here to help you navigate your life's greatest challenges. Here we will discuss all things wellness of the mind and body and how to navigate our human experience and spiritual evolution. Hello and welcome to another episode of Strengthen the Soul podcast. I have so much to share with you today. And I believe that this episode is long overdue. I realize that, you know, with every episode, I talk about a lot of things that are great for your mind, your body, and your spirit, your soul. And I have neglected to really break down some wellness non-negotiables that have improved my life and my clients' lives. So if you are listening, this is going to help you tremendously. I encourage you to be fully present, taking notes. And if you can't, if you're driving, if you're doing something, then this episode is for you whenever you need it. You know, you can listen back, you can take notes at a different time to, you know, really break down the things that are crucial in changing, healing, and transforming your life. So let's get into it. We are going to break down some of my personal and the things that I recommend to my clients, they're non-negotiables for like all things wellness. So the first thing that I want to say as we begin this episode is listening to your body. If something feels off, it's off. Definitely go into get your doctor's opinion, especially before getting into any supplementation or self-diagnosis. I think it's really easy nowadays with all the information flooding around the internet and social media to self-diagnose. And although like there is so much amazing information and incredible things to be said, you know, you just want to be your own advocate and you want to follow your own intuition. And so getting into that, I I'm not really going to share like my story only for time purposes because I could literally speak for like 30 minutes just on my own health journey (laughs) and what has transpired up until now in my life with my health. But what I will share with you very briefly is um, I first started to experience some signs of just not feeling well about six to eight years ago. And it's really when my life felt the most out of control and it just has gotten worse up until the last few years. And I had gained a lot of weight. I had been holding a lot of stress and past trauma in my body. I ended up getting diagnosed with fibromyalgia and a fatty liver Um, I was experiencing so much like chronic fatigue and I was low on some vitamins, especially B12, which is like that energy, superpower, superhouse. And I just realized, wow, like I'm just not even taking care of myself. And so um, through trial and error, through different testing and through different doctors, um, I finally found a doctor that wasn't just kind of beating around the bush and he really took the time to just like say like let's do all these different tests to rule out this to rule out that and um 
then I really got to know like physically, okay, physically, I have a fatty liver, which is causing X, Y, and Z. In my own intuition and my own learnings as a holistic healer, I do understand the physical effects that I was feeling from nervous system dysregulation, unhealed and unprocessed trauma, lack of movement and lack of proper nutrition, and just those deficiencies in my life. Very much burnout, very much soul-crushing experiences in my life. Like, People don't even realize when you look at things on all these different multi-dimensional levels, like if you are, if your spirit, like your spirit is being neglected, you're going to also feel depressed. There, it's everything coexists together in this multi-dimensional way. You are a, you have a mental body. You have an emotional body. You have a physical body. You have a soul. You are a soul in this vessel. And if we don't have that harmony with all of it, then we're going to feel it no matter what. It's just kind of getting to the root of what is going on. So for me, I can honestly tell you that it was a a triad of things. You know, I definitely was physically um, not feeling well, mentally not feeling well, and spiritually not feeling well. So I really took action in my life. And let me also tell you this, that it is not linear. There were moments where I was like on a really great path and then I hit rock bottom. On a really great path on the up and up, hit rock bottom. And the biggest thing that I could tell you here is pick yourself up, dust yourself off and try again and keep going, keep going. Just because you are on a journey to wellness and healing and transformation and you fall off does not mean that you have failed. And I don't even like that word. If you know, you know. <laughs> I don't believe that failure is actually like a real thing. Like I just, it's it's a word that people have created in society to just kind of label something that didn't go well per se you can you can define that experience however you however you would like if you do want to say failure okay i encourage you to really look at it in a different way in a different perspective however because it will help you to transcend that period in time you can look at it of like just this is a passing experience where i have struggled and i am moving forward i am in the process of positive change and that will help you that will really, really help you to look at it differently. So over the years, as I have improved my life, my health, my, my, my mind and my spirit, my soul, I have come up with a list of things that are just so profoundly helpful. And I hope that they help you and you're allowed to weave them into your life. However you would like, you know, like there is something to be said about not doing everything at once. So take note of all of these and allow them to help you to transform your life. So like I said, definitely prioritizing getting like a full workup of your blood and really 
doing an assessment. Check, you know, do your own intuitive assessment with yourself. Check in with yourself. How do I feel right now? What are some of the thoughts that are on repeat that don't make me feel good, that do make me feel good? Who am I surrounded by? Am I happy in my job? Um, Am I eating the way that like my body needs to eat on a daily basis? You know, am I, what is it like your bathroom? Um, it, like what, it, what is it like when you go to the bathroom, you know, like, are you, is your gut health, health off? Um, those are really important things to ask yourself. Um, so if you are sick a lot, you know, um, are you getting enough sunshine? Are you spending enough time in nature? So these are the things that I kind of want to start with because taking that assessment in your life is going to be crucial on how to really move and pivot in your life accordingly. So the one thing that I began to do that absolutely helped to change my life was getting outside in the morning. And I understand that this might not be easy for everybody to do, especially if you have a family and you're getting ready for work in the morning. I know even one of my clients, we were talking about it and she's a single mom and she can't leave her house in the morning before, um, you know, her her kid goes to school or she gets ready for work, things like that. So we definitely prioritized her schedule, at least during lunch, um, to get outside. Some of my other clients that work nine to five, um, they go out on their lunch break. They take 30 minutes to walk, 30 minutes to eat. Um, and they really have benefited from just working with their own schedule, their own life. For me, like getting out in the morning sunlight, prior to doing anything else in my life, like walking, no matter the temperature outside in the sunshine has drastically improved my life. And this was even before I knew about how powerful that practice is for your inner clock, like your, they call it the um, circadian rhythm. And that's your internal clock, like when you wake up and when you go to sleep and you're really supposed to wake up in the dark and go to sleep in the dark. So my body is trained to wake up around 6 a.m. and I'll I'll stretch in the morning and I'll get into my full morning routine in a second, but I'll stretch in the morning and do what I have to do, make sure I hydrate my body in the morning and then I'll get outside and and go for a walk and eat something, eat breakfast and and move on with my day. And I did that every single day consistently for a year and it absolutely changed my life. And I've fallen a little off track this, uh, you know, fall into 2023. And I've done a little bit better of a job this winter, but I can absolutely now look back and look at the difference of holy moly. Like I definitely felt better last year. Not only did I feel better mentally, I felt better physically. My The systems in my body were working more efficiently. Um, I was sleeping better, absolutely sleeping better. So it's crazy like when you do the research about how the physical body operates and how to scientifically like do that for yourself as simple as getting exposed to natural sunlight helps the systems 
function better in your body. It, it's crazy. Um, so that was one thing I did. Every single morning having warm lemon water before anything, the gut really loves warmth. So instead of having like cold water flood your system, your body doesn't have to work as hard enough um, to break down like the water and the and have the lemon water detox your body. What is going to happen as you are having some warm lemon water, it's already like calibrating to the temperature inside of your body and it's going to um, allow the water to number one hydrate but cleanse. The lemon water is going to cleanse the system. When we sleep, our body goes into our parasympathetic state and what uh, what happens in that state, like our nervous system, slows down enough to heal. And overnight, your body is healing. Your body is rejuvenating. It's replenishing. It Everything slows down enough to where like your systems are in, it's like their time to clock in. So your digestive system, your immune system, your nervous system, um, you know, your endocrine system, like all these different systems, the lymphatic drainage system. So when you wake up in the morning, your toxins have to leave your body because your body just did everything um, to strip your body of those toxins and the waste and all of that. So a lot of times, you know, you'll see if you go to the bathroom first thing in the morning, it's because like your body just is getting rid of that waste. So it's really, really important to understand that. So the first thing in your body is something that's going to promote those functions of your body. Even from personal experience and now like as a holistic healer guiding other people into changing their life, when you have coffee first thing in the morning, number one, you are already immediately dehydrating your body. Number two, you put your nervous system into fight or flight. Think of your body as like a blank canvas in the morning and like you are in the perfect place to really just incorporate the wellness practices and that's going to set the tone for the rest of the day. When you have coffee on an empty stomach, your nervous system is triggered into fight or flight. When you're not eating in the morning, your body then also goes into survival mode, fight or flight, because it's like, okay, we're not getting um, nourishment right now. We have to store our fat. We have to store our energy. And, you know, there's so much up and down with our body that by the time the afternoon comes, we're exhausted because our body is essentially had been working in overdrive to keep us going, to protecting us, all of that. Um So your morning routine is literally key here to incorporating like wellness non-negotiables. So absolutely stretching your body, nurturing your body, meditation, calming the mind, calming the body, breath work. I always suggest this too. Like when you go to wash your face in the morning, wash your face with cold water. Not only is it going to wake you up, it feels incredible, but that's part of keeping that nervous system regulated. You're going to want to warm lemon water, flush the body out, hydrate the body, nourish the body with food, move the body. 
And hopefully you can get all of this done before eight o'clock in the morning, before you get ready and, and go to work. Again, we are, we practice inclusivity here at Strength in the Soul. And if you this does not work for you because of, you know, children or your schedule, find a way to make it work for you. So, you know, if you have the power to stay at home and move your body in the morning, maybe open the window or step outside in the backyard, get some fresh air in the morning, breathe in the fresh air out the window. Like you don't necessarily have to go for a long walk in the morning by yourself, even though it would be beneficial to do that. You can do it on your lunch break. You could do it like step outside 15 minutes before you get into your car to go to work and maybe walk around the block. Like there is something that you can do that is going to tailor, it's going to tailor to your life. Um, And if you have kids, maybe you can put them in the stroller and go for a walk as well. Like, or you can um, put them on the bus or make sure they're going to school. Like, I know that everybody um, has a different life and I hear you. I see you. We can make it work, you know, for you. Something I also have been loving incorporating into my wellness is red light therapy. I did make the splurge and I I bought the smaller a smaller handheld one from a very reputable company. It was like over $600, but it was absolutely worth it for me. I did the afterpay, you know, I was like this is great. I can do payment plans on it and I use it all the time. It's really great for the mitochondria um wellness of your cells for and many other reasons like it's really great for muscle recovery. It's really great for skin rejuvenation, collagen production, anti-inflammatory, and it just obviously makes you feel good. So I love practicing that. Um, ideally, I would do it every single morning as part of my morning routine. And again, I'm not perfect. We're all not perfect. I want you to release perfection here in your routine, your wellness routine. It is just about trying our best. So getting into like some more nourishment, definitely making sure that you are on a meal plan that works for you. Um, Something that I've been really trying to doing that has been changing my life completely is incorporating number one, more protein into my diet. As a woman, it's been really powerful for like my hormonal health. I've been now going back to that education on Instagram for a while now, I've been seeing a lot of the um, the wellness entrepreneurs, the um, nutritionists that really share a lot, of, especially about hormone, like women's hormones. I've been following a lot of practitioners who specialize in women's hormones. They're like hormone or they're functional nutritionists or functional practitioners. Um, and they really talk about having healthy fats in the morning with high levels of protein. And that is something that I just wasn't doing. And I did start to do that when I made that transition. I noticed the incredible benefits of doing that. So that's been amazing. Um, Definitely incorporating more greens into my diet, um, just having less sugar, having less carbs, and carbs are not bad. I am not somebody who's afraid of carbs. Like I love incorporating carbs into my diet, but the right carbs, (laughs) you know, like not sitting on the couch with a bag of chips, but not being afraid of potatoes and you know, rice and things like that. It's just all about number one, moderation. It's also about education and learning what's right to eat for your body. Um, And 
for me, like I got really caught up for a while because of my mental health and because of like some life circumstances from burnout, financial issues. Like I literally was eating fast food a lot. I was eating um, comfort foods a lot and I was drinking alcohol a lot. And in the last two years, I've really been doing really well of not making that a part of my life and just and and then most importantly, not shaming myself when I do end up like having it. Like for instance, the other day, so like I don't eat fast food anymore like I used to. Like and how it looked when I used to eat fast food, it was because I literally did not prioritize eating breakfast. I was starving. I was running around like a mad woman trying to get to this appointment, that appointment, this appointment, that appointment, this meeting. I was late to this part of the, you know, my work or whatever. And I'm like, okay, like it also was a financial thing. Like, so it was a time thing and a financial thing. Oh, let me just go grab a burger really quick from Burger King. And, um, you know, I only have like $20 to my name at this point right now. So like, let me just go and grab lunch here and that'll last me for dinner and I'll get home at eight o'clock so that I won't eat. And that was my life like a few years ago. And I was just, it was just a terrible situation time in my life. And then now I, like, for instance, the other day I was starving, 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 starving. And on my way home, I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to stop and get a burger from Burger King. Um, I hadn't, I had like an hour window between appointments and it was just on the go. It was an on the go thing. And I really practiced saying to myself, like, this isn't the ideal meal for you and it's okay. Like, do not feel shameful of eating this right now. It's, you feel good about this decision. It's not out of lack of money and it's not out of lack of like properly nourishing your body because you've been really good about that. So it all came down to just, it's not a lifestyle, right? It was just an in the moment thing. Whereas prior when I was feeling like crap, I was like not taking care of myself, my body, none of that. My time management was off. I was burnt out, like all of that. It was a lifestyle. And not that I ate fast food every day or anything. It just was like at least once or twice a week. Like, you know, now it just makes me even sick to think about it because it's like not the healthiest thing for you. But at the time, that's what it was. And you know, if you're listening and that's your life, like I want you to release that guilt and that shame and like really recognizing. And again, like how I started this podcast, listening to your body, what does your body need right now? Like, are you not feeling good? Are you not properly nourishing? Something that I've realized through this wellness journey of mine is that our body requires so many minerals and nutrients, like we literally, even with our water, we need to be mineralizing our water. We need to be hydrating in a certain way that supports our body's functions, replenishing. It's all about replenishing. So I'm going to link some products for you in the show notes here that have absolutely changed my life, like even just mineralizing the water, supplementation, all of that. So We'll get right into supplementation here along with nourishment. Like if you are not getting the proper protein levels, 
mineral levels, vitamins, all of that nourishment in your body every day through food, then it's important to realize, okay, like I need supplementation here so that my body can operate at its optimal functioning. You know, so for me, I'm always make sure that I'm getting a mold, a sustainable, healthy, with no fillers, multivitamin. I take omega-3s and I have learned that in taking um, omega-3s, not only is it great for like the functions of the brain and the skin and all of that, it's so important to recognize that if you're taking any type of fish oil, that is a secondary form of omega-3s. So, I always make sure that I'm getting either vegan omega-3s or something that is the most absorbable, potent type of omega-3s because omega-3 actually is formed and comes from seaweed. Like it's actually the, it's in plant form. (laughs) And the reason why fish are high in omega-3 is because they eat the seaweed or they eat the krill or they eat something that is high in omega-3 is efficient, um, or originally. So even like krill oil is really great, a great sustainable source of omega-3s. So for me, like part of the non-negotiable wellness habit that I've learned in my life is doing my research and really understanding the things behind what I do and what I take and the things that really work for me. So, um, I could literally talk to you for days about the things that I do. I make sure that I utilize supplements for detoxification, vitamin levels, minerals, protein, etc. And like I said, I will list um, in my bio some great sources of supplements that I love. Um, We can also use herbal medicine to really help enhance our lives as well. Like I'll just even, when it comes to like mental health, let's just talk about ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is incredible for, is an incredible herb for anti-anxiety and and nervous system regulation. Lemon balm, magnesium is an absolute supplement that we all need to be taking because through the research that I've been doing, I've seen that most of the human population is deficient in magnesium. And it, and it, And that mineral is responsible for so much in our body. Like, it's incredible. So, yeah, just like really learning about your supplements, learning about your body and understanding how and why we take certain supplements and where they come from. Definitely make sure that you're you're ingesting organic, no fillers, no BS ingredients, um, no toxic ingredients, supplementation. And What I've learned too is that I've spent less money on things that aren't serving me and invested more money into the things that really do work for me. So, you know, I probably spend $200 a month on supplements and some people might think, oh my God, that's crazy, but I do not spend $200 a month on clothes or handbags or you know, I really have limited my going out to eat, my takeout, my eating bad. Like I'm spending more on groceries, cooking my own meals, um, really investing in the things that work for me. Like I've made a few high 
level investments between my air doctor air filter in my apartment, my Berkey water filter, and the red light, and my supplements. Like, and I can tell you a thousand, a thousand, a thousand times, a thousand percent, it's made a huge difference in my life. And I would not regret that ever. So at the core of who you are is your spirit, right? We are a spiritual being having a human experience. Just as important as our body is and how we feel throughout our day and our body, just as important is our mental health and, and also our spiritual health. So I want you to think about and when I say spiritual health, I don't want you to think that you immediately have to become this spiritual person. This is just like you, even your creativity. Your creativity is part of your spiritual health. Like what are you doing to nurture the creative parts of you, the parts of you that feel joy, the parts of you that feel childlike, the parts of you that nourishes your soul, your spirit, where you just feel alive, where you feel truly in alignment with what you're meant to be doing in life and the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Like that is a huge part of wellness. And Also then getting into a little bit more of that spiritual level, and I'm never going to talk about religion here because I don't believe in religion. If you know that I believe that religion is man-made and you're allowed to cultivate a sense of spirituality in your own life. You know, if you want to believe that frogs rule the earth, like you can believe that frogs rule the earth. Like I do not care as long as you feel good in that, you know, like you know, I believe in God and I believe in angels and loved ones in the universe and we are all one. And, you know, my beliefs don't have to be your beliefs, but I believe. I have faith. I believe and I connect, you know, I connect spiritually on that level and I pray and I'm, I co-create with the universe. I co-create with God. I co-create with spirit and I live my life where I'm constantly inviting God and the universe and spirit into my life to work with me to create the life that I desire. And and that is a huge part of my spirituality. Um, I do believe in meditation practices, which I don't believe is necessarily just a spiritual practice. You know, I believe it's it's a meditation is that connection between a human being in our human body and also transcending our human body and connecting with a higher intelligence because when we slow down enough on our body, not only does it help our body to heal and feel better, we open up at the connection to something bigger than us. And we also invite that strengthening of our own intuition. Um, I do believe in the earth's healing property. And again, doesn't necessarily have to be spiritual. Um, Like crystals obviously become this spiritual practice, but essentially it's just this gift from the earth that has healing properties. Crystals are of the earth and they have healing properties. So, um, you know, I am an energy healer and I practice energy healing, um, really taking care of my energy and healing my energy and healing my emotional um, body and the, and incorporating that into body healing, energy healing, mental health healing, uh, and then emotional healing all on its own. I mean, really healing on all of those levels has helped me completely transform my life. I journal 
which really helps me to really sit with myself and be with myself and really harness this strong relationship with myself and my emotions, really expressing my emotions, bringing them from the internal state to the external state and really just helping me to stay accountable on my healing journey every day. Creating helps me and just working on feeling grounded within myself. So really being mindful of my triggers and allowing myself to unlearn the things that have prevented me from growing into the best version of myself and also learning what is still there residing within me to go deeper and deeper into my healing. Um, So I do a lot of healing work every single day as I move through my life and I have my toolbox of things that work for me, you know, so I suggest you creating a toolbox of things that work for you and One thing that I haven't mentioned yet that has really been a non-negotiable is nature. I think I mentioned it briefly, but even outside of my morning walking, I have this, these, I have a few places where I live that is in nature where I feel this intense peace that helps me on my wellness journey, my healing journey. And it's just been incredible to have that resource. So as we wrap up this episode with some of my non-negotiables, and there are so many healing tools and practices that I do that did not make it into this episode, um, which I talk about all over social media. I talk about in many different episodes. Also, it's in my book, Safety at the Roots, where you can find that on Amazon. The, this should help you to understand a little bit more of where you can make adjustments and changes in your life and start feeling better. These are my wellness non-negotiables and I'm still on a journey and I am also still on a journey of using these practices consistently every single day. And one thing that's helped me is switching up my language. And as you guys know, I'm like a language shift connoisseur over here. Like I'm always, always practicing being very mindful of the way that I say things, the things that I internally speak to myself. And a language shift that's helped me is instead of saying like, I need to be disciplined in my life, it's more or less about being devoted to myself. So as I am being devoted to myself and my wellness journey, I am like fueling all of these practices with so much love And love is the highest vibrational frequency that there is. And like love heals. And as I am devoted to myself, I'm fully embodying love and infusing it into all of the things that I do for my life. And it really sticks greater than feeling like this masculine, rigid, structured energy of discipline. And don't get me wrong. Like I do believe in discipline. I do think that it's necessary. Um, But I do find that feeling more devoted to myself and my practices and my life and my healing brings forth more consistency into my life. So that is a great thing to practice. Um, I can honestly tell you that nurturing my gut health, my nervous system regulation, my morning routine, hydration, food, supplementation, just being mindful of who I'm around, the energy and all of that 
all of these things have really changed my life. So I want you to really just like take this episode and if it really served you well, start implementing these changes and stay tuned for many more of these practices that will change your life. Stay tuned also for the monthly healing membership. They, it will be available. The courses will be available very soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Strength in the Soul podcast. If this episode served you in any way, please subscribe for more episodes like this one. By subscribing and rating, we get the visibility needed to impact the lives of many. We have a healing community that is growing to the capacity where we can reach so many people around the world. I am so grateful for your support. Visit strengthofthesoul.com for more information on how you can join our healing community.